I don't recall asking for your opinion of my dating rules. He waved a hand in front of himself. Do continue then, this is fascinating. She placed the champagne bottle on the counter and held up two fingers. Two, I never date men with personalities similar to my father's. Let me guess, I remind you of your father? Ding, ding, ding. He beamed at her. Tall, charming, irresistible? Yes, yes, and yes. To most women. Too many women, unfortunately. She hadn't meant to be so candid, but she couldn't retreat now. His playful smile slipped. I'm starting to feel like I never had a chance here. That's what I've been trying to tell you. My dad's also egotistical and dismissive of women. That's not me. I'm not surprised you think so. He's delusional, too. He pressed his lips into a firm line and clenched his jaw. You think you've got me figured out, don't you? That's your thing, I suppose. Slot everyone into your preconceived boxes so you don't have to do the heavy lifting of actually getting to know someone. Though he'd hit a nerve, she donned a bored expression and waited for him to continue. Well, I don't date judgmental women, so I guess we'll never know what could have been. Out of curiosity, though, what's the third rule? She held up three fingers and waved them in front of his face. I never mix business with pleasure. Because her father had screwed with her head on this point, encouraging her to do the exact opposite. If you insist on having your own career, then use your assets to your advantage, he'd said. Just the kind of advice a young girl always dreamed of getting from her daddy. Men are idiots that way, he'd explained when her face had twisted in disgust. So yeah, the idea of blurring the lines between her personal and professional lives terrified her. The man who'd made a pass at her during her first internship out of college had taught her a related lesson. If she wanted to avoid harassment in the workplace, she would always have to downplay her femininity. Nothing like a work colleague's hand slipping under your skirt to get that point across. What does your no-mixing-business-with-pleasure rule have to do with me? Did you forget about the consulting package, Daniel? You're a potential client now. Oh, come on, Mimi. Ten hours of your time hardly qualifies as a long-term client relationship. Because the notion that I'd be able to get your long-term business is laughable? Is that what I'm hearing? Dismissive of women much? I didn't say that. I didn't think you'd want my business. And if you'd like me as a client, you have a funny way of showing it. You're a lost cause. I'll work on the rest of the architects at your firm. He pushed himself off the counter and faced her. Good luck with that. I'm the CEO. If you want our business, you'll have to woo me too. And I have to say, so far you're doing a terrible job. Then he picked up the tray of champagne-filled flutes and left the kitchen. And he had the nerve to whistle on his way out. She finished the glass of bubbly in her hand in one gulp, holding the stem in a death grip. She imagined it was Daniel's neck. Screw yoga. When she was pissed, her imagination calmed her just fine. Gracie's sister, Karen, rushed through the swing door with an empty champagne flute in her hand. She dropped her head and blew out a breath. Did Karen even realize she wasn't alone? You okay? Mimi asked. Karen whipped up her head, straightened, and gave Mimi a tremulous smile. I'm fine. She looked around the kitchen. Any more champagne? Mimi slid to the left to reveal the two bottles on the counter behind her. After a nod, Karen grabbed one of the bottles, removed the foil, and popped the cork.
She placed the tip to her lips and drank straight from the bottle. Whoa, woman, what's wrong? Nothing's wrong, just thirsty. Right, and guzzling champagne made more sense than drinking a glass of water? Karen raised the bottle. We're celebrating. And you're hiding. She surveyed Karen, noting her skin was uncharacteristically pale. From Mark? Karen dropped her head. Yeah, I guess I am. Mimi lifted herself and sat on the counter. Come, tell Mimi your problems. Karen joined her, close enough that their thighs touched. He asked me to give up my apartment. Before we got here, and when Gracie made her announcement, he leaned over and said, That could be us. Let me guess, you're not ready for that?